You're listening to OK Now Listen, a bi-weekly show where we chat about what's on our minds, what we're binging, and what's blowing up our timelines. I'm Scotty Beam. I'm a media personality, content creator, music enthusiast, and a wing connoisseur. And I'm Sylvia Obell. I'm a culture writer, host, producer, and lover of Beyonce. Before we go any further, I've got to welcome my girl Scotty to the 30 Club. I'm in the club, y'all. I've been here for like seven months, but I claim like, welcome, welcome. How does it feel? How does it feel to be 30? I, 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 f- <laughs> I feel it's been, you know, a few, what is it? It's been like seven days. No, eight days since I've uh, turned. And I must say that I feel like a 30-year-old. You know, I feel like I don't really have time <laughs> for any shit. Loud noises is getting on my nerves. Like, not in my house. You know, I'm, I'm listening to shows <laughs> lower than usual. I was having so much anxiety about turning 30. I'm just glad I ripped the Band-Aid off. It's done. I'm here. We in this bitch. <laughs> like, and now Let's I get to it. move forward. Yeah. But it's, it was amazing. It was amazing. I love that because I really do feel like, you know that Rose and Beauty and the Beast and how like like it was, yes. the title would drop at each twice <laughs> in time. I feel like that Rose is like fucks you give. And then like with each, yeah. <laughs> like the rose falls. <laughs> and then like when you're 30, it's like, fuck. and it's there a, goes a fuck. Ain't no petals left. There and goes there the goes final petal. A fuck <laughs> that like, I had. Immediately, I cared less about so much. Yeah. I cared less about so much immediately. I saw you on Insta story. I'm practicing saying you're 30 years old and I really wanted to fight you. You were oh, like. Oh, yes. Because I, I didn't know how to say it. Like, you know, how old are you? I'm, I'm 30. You know, like there's a, I am 30. I'm 30. I'm I'm 30. Like there's so many. Like you were running lines. It's ridiculous, right? And how to look when you're doing it, you know? Because there's a 30 look too. Like, oh my god, sultry (laughs) neo soul. I'm 30. Like, you know what I'm saying? I haven't got there yet, but I'm very happy. My birthday was incredible. It was amazing. Thank you for to everybody who had something sweet, nice. No, that's right. Thank me first. Thank you, Silvio. (laughs) No, okay. Um, Tell us about your day, though. Well, it was beautiful. My my mom had made a whole 30th birthday dinner, which I thought was just going to be a dinner. But it ended up being a therapy, (laughs) emotional (laughs) ass. Way to exhale. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was a whole session. Everybody was crying. Um, Everybody was sharing stories. My aunties came, like most of my aunties came. And also like some some of my friends who still live in New York uh, came and they (laughs) held me down. uh, Thankfully, you know, for friends in New York City. But yeah, I had a great time. (laughs) We had great dinner. Um, But yeah, my mom, you know, this was really big for her. My mom was big for her. This was big. My mom kept saying, I got a 30-year-old. Shoot, I got a 30-year-old. She kept, I got a 30-year-old. I'm like, yes, you have a 30-year-old. <laughs> it's a big day for her, too. I love that. I saw, like, the little circle they did around you. It was, yes. like, so cute and a little tribal in that moment. I it almost was, cried. It was the you. auntie circle basically saying, like, you know, you're almost at the auntie age, you know. This is <laughs> the auntie ceremony. Um, right. So, you know, they sang and we were singing together and it just was, it was beautiful to see like the tribe that really helped raise me, you know? So 
I am so grateful. I was a crying mess, just taking it all in and, you know, seeing these faces whom I love so much, who have poured so much into me, um, celebrate me that day. I just, I couldn't, it was, it was, it was really the best, probably the best birthday of my life. I love that for you. Hands down. Yes. And my friends who were away, my besties and all my friends who couldn't make it. <laughs> this is a little video. It was like a video montage where everybody spoke yes. their piece about me and, you know, wish me happy birthday. Thanks to uh, the BF who put it together and Sylvia who <laughs> executive produced it um, and everybody else involved. I really do appreciate it. Like it was I cried. I was a crying mess all day. It was just, it was, it was a perfect day. It was perfect for me. And I thought that COVID was going to take that from me, but it didn't. Like, yeah, I, I was so just gracious. Ugh, blessed to have these people in my life. Blessed to have you in my life. And, you know, blessed to be able to take that into 30. It was perfect. So, yeah, 30s. That's it. It was fun. And you know, <laughs> Libra season gone, Libra. Shout out to all the Libras. You know, we out here having options and oh shit. Oh boy. But it's not just Libra season. <laughs> it's not just Libra season, Sylvia. <sighs> it is also the season for cuffing. Do you know what cuffing is, Sylvia? <laughs> you know, it's a practice I can recall from my younger days. <laughs> no, I. That, like, cuffing season is always one of my favorite times of years to observe. You know what I mean? The timeline is clearly already ready. We've got people showing out their how it started DM stories with the internet. Went, like, I love that the internet went crazy with the snowflake emojis after Quavo shared, like, the oh, magical six yes, words God. that landed him with Sweetie. I love, like, all the rappers, like, um, I think Young Miami from City Girls was like, please stop sending, please keep Facts. your snowflakes out of my DMs. Like, please. people were getting overwhelmed. But I love that that worked for Sweetie. Like, I think it was just a <laughs> surprise that it was like, damn, that works? Like, let me go ahead and put some snowflakes in this because... I didn't even know that was possible. Like that whole exchange to me was like, wow, they were really made for each other. They spoke a different language. And they, they spoke each only, other's lyrics yeah, to each other. They could not <laughs> nobody else could understand but them, which is why they're made for each other, because I don't know what the hell he was talking about. I would have been like, What are you saying? When he said you so icy, I'm a glacier boy, I think it's because she has that song Icy. Like that was her hit. And then, so then he tried to beat a little Migos. No. Nope. I'm a Glacier boy. Nope. But I think Sweetie said what was key in the follow-up, which is what a lot of niggas missed. She said, you got to follow up the DMs with a bag of money of some sort. Like, she just knew. Like, I remember I read in GQ, actually. Um, my friend Garrett Kennedy wrote the story. Um, he profiled them for GQ a couple months ago. And they talk about this. Like, they shared that DM exchange there, which is why it was funny to me that it became popular again when they screenshotted it. But... They say like how he sent those DMs, but then he followed up with like, I want to see you like come to Atlanta. Like, let's do this thing in Atlanta. Like, I think their first date was at a strip club, uh, Magic City. It was like a full like. He oh, took yeah, it to, like, I remember that. Yeah, like, it was yes. a whole thing. But he the key was the DM is part one. You follow it up with action, an action plan, which is where a lot of these niggas fail. But that's mm. not where your BF failed. Right. Because I recall your relationship started with a DM slide as well. Didn't it? Yes, it was, it was it was a DM slide. Yes, 
Uh, we exchanged numbers on DM. And he said he texted me and I never texted him back. So Sounds about right. then after a few months, <laughs> he had reached out again. Wow. And then I responded. But what? Because here's the thing. I think this is the, the point of these whole DM stories or like even like how it started and where we are now is like these aren't like there's. There's con- like you said, there's either action behind it. There's consistency where like a- or persistence where he reached out again. And when he reached out, though, like what did he say? Like, because I do think people are like, I DM girls. I send them a little emoji all the time. Like if one more nigga sends me the eye emojis, like I'm supposed to have a whole action plan off of that. I don't like, you know, what I mean, so like what did he do? <laughs> when? Yeah, no. Which one? The DM? The DMs was based, like, basically, hey, I'm coming to see you. Next thing we know, this nigga is there all for the rest of the day. That's it. <laughs> the rest of the day. And that was it. Despite that, like I said, I was shocked because you, Scotty is about this life. You be having rules and codes and things to go by and you seem to have the moves down packed when it comes to this cuffing shit. I've that always man. watched from afar and admired as a close friend and been like, dang, like, Sky really got the game on lock. So I think I'm ready. Yo. I think I'm finally ready to be coached. Like, I think I'm finally in the place in my life where oh. I'm ready to be coached by you on how to properly do cuffing season. That is amazing because guess what day it is? It's draft day. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go. I'm so happy you said that. Let's get to it. Welcome to CUFF Sports. I'm Sylvia O'Bell, and to my right is one of the only all-time cuffing Hall of Famer, Scotty Beam. Welcome, Scotty. Thank you, Sylvia. Really glad to be here today. We've got a crazy lineup for this year's draft day. And Sylvia, I want to make sure you and our listeners at home are well prepared for building their cuffing season rosters. We're really lucky to have you, Scotty. I mean, so tell me, where do we start? We've got a cuffing season like no other this year. How do you think it'll change the game and potential players? You're absolutely right, Sylvia. It's safe to say this cuffing season is drastically different. We've got a whole pandemic that really rushed down the center and threw the game off, but I'm here to say it's nothing to fear. Draft day shall continue. So let's start with how to build out the roster. Ah, yes, the roster. That is the key (laughs) situation here for cuffing season that has always been a fact. I will admit here that this is where I, this is the reason why I am not a Hall of Famer. I don't think I've ever had more than two people on my roster Hmm. ever during COVID season. As a retired serial monogamist, I Hmm. struggled with building said roster because I'm used to giving guys all of my attention when they're in my life. And that's probably where I'm making the biggest mistake because I spent 10 years in two relationships. Essentially, it's like... I didn't know the roster. So explain to me how it's done because I think I've been giving too much because that's a lot of players. Oh, absolutely. Let me let me let me stop you right there. You have been giving way too much (laughs) attention to any of these niggas. And I will say right here, you can have three, you know, three to five. I'm not saying five, you know, automatically because it is a lot to handle. Sometimes that's for the expert Cuffer, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the beginner cuffer, I would the, the say. The rookie season, it's my yeah, rookie, rookie season. Yeah, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you three, um, simply because two is just not enough. First, 
Tell me about it. I Tell me about it, coach. <laughs> First, I want to make sure that people know that cuffing season is for a season. Anything that happens outside of that season has nothing to do with me. I, I do not subscribe <laughs> to the rest of other seasons. You're putting out a disclaimer. No, I just want to make sure. I, I am talking about cuffing season as the winter season, you know, winter months that you want somebody around. Anything after that? Ain't got shit to do with us, Sylvia. Just pointing that out. Yes. After Valentine's Day, you're on your own, kids. You're on your own. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, using cuffing season for marriage or trying to get a husband is a no-no. We don't do that oh. around here. We will check <laughs> our expectations at the doors. You can pick them up when you go out to get that summer uh, time thing that you are looking for but when it comes to winter and cuffing season leave your expectations at the door when you said you know you know giving all your attention that's why you need to get three or more so that you won't make no nigga feel special just make them feel just (laughs) you know what i want you to make them feel special but just at the br- like I'm talking about ju- when just a little enough. thirsty for a little bit more special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just enough <laughs> to keep him going. You know what I'm saying? But not a- enough keep for him, him to make it to the next day. You know what I'm saying? Let him get by the day and need it for the next. That's all I'm next saying. Day. Mm, provide a need that needs to continue to be filled. Is what you're saying? Right. Take your 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 time very seriously. All the time. Make sure that you know how important your time is to all these niggas. So treat it like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Again, guys, let me just hit this disclaimer. Just to hit big Stop disclaiming. They I know. Disclaim- it's telling. I am in a relationship. <laughs> I am happy. Shout out to you. You, you know? are, That's why we said you are a retired all-time retired. star. But, but also this Hall is coming. But also this is coming from somebody who doesn't date to marry. I don't date to marry. I date for fun. I've always dated for fun. But isn't there like a thing where it's like, but maybe if, so yes, date for fun, but then you might find the right person. That's what happened to you. It might happen, but I'm not thinking about it at all. I'm thinking about having fun, you know, what this person can do, you know, during the winter times that I'll enjoy. And also keeping a short list, you know, Sylvia, you talk about the, you know, a list of things that you want in a person. Shorten that motherfucking list because- I kept it to one page. Sure. On no, a no, small, no. But on this, a small that's, that's, for, that's for husband shit. We not looking for husbands. We are looking for <laughs> niggas to chill with. That's who <laughs> can you chill with? Give me like a top three things you need from a nigga just to chill with them. What are the top three? Good conversation because if you're bad at it, I'm going to get bored via text person whatever. Like okay. I need you to have good conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, to chill with especially... It would be helpful if you were funny, like uh, somebody who makes me laugh. You know, I mean, right. so I'm having a good time. I think I'm a funny person. I like to banter and spar. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like that would be great. Um, and I mean, obviously, if we're only doing this for fun and we're not thinking about long term things, fun. attraction matters. Okay, looks matter. I feel like they matter here more. Yeah. Than <laughs> when I'm looking for a husband because I understand that you make compromises for good people. But if I'm only here for the pure whatever about it then you gotta be fine right okay or at least very attractive to me if we can just make that like a chemistry good kisser good at that type of stuff 
box. Is that am I doing too much now? Yes. I mean, like I want to enjoy my cuffing season. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, one of them can be good at it because also we're not going to be sleeping with all three of them. Well, let's talk about who is on the roster. Help me with these archetypes because I didn't even realize that was a thing. No, you need to have, especially now, you can do whatever you want. Right now, I don't know how. Y'all don't have about five niggas FaceTiming you at the same time. Because we, we can't meet them anywhere. We, where am I meeting it's these? It's not about where meeting. Am, no, I mean, like, where practice am I actually? Practice on these niggas. Where am I actually meeting practice. men to practice? What is what I mean? Where are these men coming from? Oh, I'm in the house. Oh, We're quarantined. Listen. Where can I find the men to have these why aren't you on Instagram talking back to these niggas? Why aren't you on Twitter talking back to these niggas? Why are you not on them dating, dating sites t- t- talking back to those niggas? I'm saying. You know I don't do dating You know apps. how I met, you know, I hate to say, but how I met my boyfriend was I didn't, I liked some of his pictures on Instagram. Like, yes. that was it. It doesn't <laughs> take much. But it's easier said than done. Also, everybody is not. I'm sure there's somebody listening who's like, not everybody is Scotty Veem. Not everybody, if these, if they see your notifications, they're going to get as excited. I'm just trying to speak to the, like a certain factor there where it's like, I understand that for some of us, it may feel... And I'm not even saying that I'm fully in that category. I'm just saying that like I understand that sometimes you may feel like it's not as easy for you to pull niggas as it is for some other people. But I think think confidence plays a role, though. Well, confidence, but also, like, a lot of people weigh heavy on, like, the outcome of what might happen, and they haven't even tried. So I'm not even, like, a lot of them, like, yeah, but I'm not Scotty. Have you tried? Have you tried? (laughs) Have you tried to like somebody's pictures a few times? Have you tried to do that? No. Okay, then try it. I think, you know, I get what you're saying. I absolutely get it. But try it. You don't know mm-hmm. who's interested in you. You have no idea. If only men would just be forthcoming with that information, it would make life so much easier. <laughs> but here we are. I'm really good with banter and like going back and forth and stuff like that via text. But for me, my issue is never knowing how to take like... I feel like we stay on one platform and it never like leaves it. Like I'm like, how do we take things to the next level where you can become part of my roster in any capacity if all we do is sit here and like, because I guess that's because I have to get bold enough to to shoot a shot to even just be like, listen, what we doing here or clarify or make your, right. like, make or, your intentions known. Or is this what you about? You about just DM and shit? Oh, word. All right. So you be like, little niggas. But, but, <laughs> All I'm saying is like, all right, nigga. Because when it comes to approaching, you must approach. If you don't approach, I'm going to say, yo, you can't keep texting me these eyes, yo. You can't keep DMing me these eyes. That's all that you're doing. If this is all that you're doing, I don't want no part of it. And they eventually, all the time, they'll figure out, oh, all right, let me, let me pick this up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because usually those eyes are feelers. Trying to figure out what's going on. That's real. But I also feel like these reaction emojis have ruined the game because it allows niggas to just hit those like heart eyes over and over and over again but never start a conversation with you. And it's mm-hmm. like, how many of my selfies are you going to heart eye and never say a word? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Mm-mm. Stop sending me those things. But after that, after you get your niggas or you get a few niggas to text, then you have to separate them into niggas that you text most often. Like, you you barely <laughs> call. You don't want to 
talked to on the phone yet. You know what I'm saying? Those niggas are text niggas, niggas that you practice with, practice your banter with, practice, you know, your your flirting on text and stuff like that. That's cool. You leave that in the side. Then you have a FaceTime nigga who you FaceTime with your clothes on and <laughs> you 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 um you spend a little time. I say don't ever talk to niggas longer than an hour. That's it. Oh, I'm breaking all kinds of rules. You, you can't. Know I'm you give a nigga three. all day. Well, maybe one. That's why I usually only not all day. I have a. You know, I'm I got busy. things work. to do. But like I, all, like all night. Like I, there's if I have like there's guys who if I've had really good conversation. Like I'm a sucker for the kind of guy who I could talk to. And then we're on the phone for three, four hours, and it's like, wow, like this conversation was so beautiful and deep, and like we really connected here. But we're just gonna, that's why I don't have time for a roster. Half the time, it's like I only have time to give one three hour phone conversation a couple times a week. Give them (laughs) a great one hour conversation, a wonderful, wow, that was great, that was deep. You know, I feel like we scratched a little surface and then end (laughs) it. We have other things to talk about for other days. It's a whole season. We will talk again. Pace yourself. Right. Pace yourself. You don't need to squeeze in four hours a day with any nigga. No thanks. So that's one. That leaves you with FaceTiming. You could FaceTime two to three niggas a day or in a week, depending on your schedule. I don't know how you go. But then you got somebody who you can TV binge with, somebody who you watch shit with. Yo, you know, let's watch this today and then report back. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about (laughs) a nigga that actually, I think the TV binge nigga has a little bit more depth. Just a little bit. Right, right. He's um, more aware of current affairs, you know. He's cultural. He's culturally, you know, um, sound. He understands what's happening right. in the culture and whatnot. Right. right. And I think all together, the texting niggas, the Facetime niggas, and the TV bench nigga, because there's only one. These niggas don't watch TV like that. But all together, <laughs> to me, I feel like they don't. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Do we think they're doing playing video games all day? <laughs> I don't know. But all together. You pick you, you know, pick you four of those niggas and then you pick maybe an, a real life nigga, a nigga that you see in real life. One. One to hang out with. And that means the COVID thing, y'all got to test and do all that shit. Especially if you trust him enough to do that, sure. And if you want some dick, go ahead. But I'm just saying, pick one nigga, one to do that with. It's too crazy out here. I would say don't do it at all. Just tease these niggas till the sun come home. But I, if you want to fuck, sure. <laughs> do one nigga. Well, how, so what you're saying is, is like, I'm guessing these positions come in order of who you like, the, how you, how much you like who. Like, yeah. you like the, like the texting guy you like the least, the FaceTime guy you like a little bit more, the TV binge guy you like a little bit more than the guy who you actually hang out with you like the most is what you're saying here? Yeah, I mean, it depends. You could be the FaceTime guy you could really like, like a lot more than a TV binge guy, but the TV binge guy is just good as good person to talk to. That's pretty much it. He could actually mm-hmm. be uglier than the FaceTime dude. <laughs> and because for you, you said attraction matters and how they look, it might be the FaceTime nigga. It depends. And I'm not saying every yeah. nigga has to look great too. Like, oh, interesting. It's just niggas that you're talking to. It's just people that I'm talking to. Options, maybe. 
I might like you. Like, it might happen. I just want to make sure I pull out these feelers, see how I feel, and then from there I will carry on. Yeah, so I won't lie. This seems like a lot to juggle, especially for somebody (laughs) like me who was only used to juggling about one, two niggas tops. So what are some of the best ways to manage my roster once it's built? Like what if the TV guy wants to talk about his binge when it's FaceTime guy's time and but you also have spent the weekend with IRL boo and everybody's mad at you because you're not picking up their calls. Like how do you how do you manage this roster? You don't first of all I don't explain anything to anyone. Nobody Y'all gotta stop. Every savage response is killing me because I because I don't. Who are you explaining this to, and why? Well, I mean, like if you're with the if you're hanging out with the IRL boo, yeah, at your house for the weekend, and he Mm -hmm. sees niggas blowing up your phone, why would you ask me questions about it? You ain't my nigga. You're not my boyfriend. And that's another thing. You gotta remind yourself. I know a lot of women do this, like where you know. They use cuffing season as the season to show some nigga that they're wifey material. No, that's not what this is about. <laughs> I'm not wifey material. I'm, I'm, you're not boyfriend material. I'm, we're hanging out and use it all the time. Like, it's not, we're just hanging out. We're, we're chilling with each other. We're cool. I don't owe you any explanation for the shit that I do, for so the calls that I get. So don't ask me nothing. No, don't ask me. And I won't ask you. And if FaceTime boo was like, you ain't FaceTime me all week, like, all week. It's like, I was busy. Don't I was tied up. It was cra- yeah, I was tied up. I was tied up. I was doing a bunch of shit. It was a bunch of shit going on. But um, yeah, that's one thing. Two, also, I know, well, it doesn't matter now because it's COVID, but you got to um, make sure these people, your players are separate, like in right. separate industries. These niggas can't be um, following each other on Instagram. That's difficult. You know, I, <laughs> I know a lot of people are like, yo, I work so much in my industry. It's the only, it's the only men that I see are the men in my industry. And I get that. But yo. If you could take some time, friend zone those niggas so that you can hang out with their friend niggas who are outside of this industry. Usually, yo, get you some like, get you some like construction industry niggas or some like <laughs> hospitality niggas or some agriculture niggas. Get you an agriculture nigga and just like, <laughs> like. A chemical engineer. Yeah. <laughs> you'll learn more. Get you an accountant. You know what I'm saying? So I think if you friend zone a lot of these niggas that are in the industry and ah, this is a little crazy. This is not crazy. But Speak your truth. This is a safe place. <laughs> this is also how y'all be getting caught up. Like you be like, damn, I picked the ugliest nigga out the crew. Nah, <laughs> this is how you do it. See a nigga, ah, oh, he cute, whatever. Go on his Instagram. See if there's a group of friends that are take uh, that have a picture together. Go through each of these niggas' pages and say, you know what? I'd much rather friends on these niggas so I can get the real catch out of this group. You know what I'm saying? You gotta start. So you use him, you use him to meet his finer friend? Absolutely. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, that's how a lot of us use our guy friends sometimes. It's like, yo. You got a lot of guy friends. Then you just keep an eye out about, like, you know, their friends that you don't know. And I want to see what they look like. And that's very important. And some of them niggas are accountants. They're teachers. They, you know, they work at a hotel or something like that. 
You know what I'm saying? So I just think if you if you keep your mind open to anyone, like any kind of job, I think people care about that too, but I don't. Because again, you're not marrying these people. We only care about what they do. Because I'm saying I'm saying this as a reminder to the listener because I can relate to the listener who's like, well, like, you know, like when you're thinking about like there's a difference between thinking about somebody who you're just hanging out with and thinking about a difference between somebody who you are trying to build something with and those are two different things. Um Am I am I different in the sense that like when I really like somebody, it's hard for me to want to entertain other people on the side. And that's totally fine. And also the thing is, like, cuffing is just not for everybody, too. That's totally fine. <laughs> like, the the draft is not for everybody. I keep saying, like, you have to have a certain type of mentality when you do shit like this. Because if you feel yourself getting, like, I need an exp- explanation or needing, you know, right. something, why he ain't answered or, or why or he, he ain't texted me. Oh, he canceled? Me. Oh, he canceled? Oh, Arabu canceled on right, me? Right, right. So it, then it becomes, you need to check yourself. You wanted just fun. And that's what you're going to get is fun. So have some fucking fun. It really is for a certain type of person. And I think or a certain I time in your life when you're certain time in your life. Yeah. And you know, if love does come from it, it it comes from it. But I'm never going to think about it like this could be the one. This could, you know, hey, I'm thinking about long term and what could happen and this actually could be something that could, you know, change me forever or whatever. I'm not thinking about that. What I'm thinking always thinking about is like this is going to be fun. This should be fun. All right, I'll do it. It's fun. And that's it. And sometimes having no expectations helps you just be yourself more and get people a better chance for you because you're not so in your head about it. Like, I'm talking to me now. Like, it's like a thing in that sense. But that all makes great sense. I understand. Um, You touched on this a little bit, but I do think, you know, we have to fully acknowledge that it is COVID right now. And that does have alter some of the new rules for cuffing season. I think mostly, like I mentioned earlier, the biggest issue about COVID, especially if aside from like how many people you can see IRL, I think you address that with like have one person and hopefully that one person is doing right by you with their COVID testing as well, because that's also a tricky thing. Cause like you, you may be, yes, he may yeah. be the only person you're seeing, but if he got like two to three IRL boos on his roster yes, yeah, and one of them bitches get COVID, it's a, it's a problem. And that's why I'm saying, yo, it's best that you just don't do in real life. See anybody. Just but I think there's probably a lot of listeners who are like, mama got needs. Mama got needs. You know, we spoke about these needs on the WAP episode. Exactly. So and nobody. mama and mama can get you a damn toy and do it. And and <laughs> and think about these niggas that you talking to. And that's it. You better be safe. Don't play around with that. Listen, I'm with it. I'm I agree. I just know that there are people who do you know, it's a year is a long time to ask for some people, including I mean, we're not we're not people who would take that that prison sentence lightly like scotty if you were single this year there was not just you know readily available safe dick at your house would you have gone this whole year without fucking anybody honestly truly yeah because i don't trust niggas i truly don't trust niggas i honestly don't trust niggas and I, i know we've had that conversation before honestly Truly, yeah, I do not trust niggas, and no, especially during the I believe time, that yes, during the time right now, like they could be at several bitches' house. That's cool, whatever. 
What I'm saying is, you're not going to be over at this house contaminating it with fucking COVID. <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. Not up in here. So, no. I, did, I, I, I don't play when it comes to shit like that because... This is my livelihood. This is my life. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. different. I see my family from time to time. I take that a bit more serious than, uh, I don't know, another person. But I honestly, I don't trust those niggas. <laughs> I'm going to need them to present a fresh a fresh COVID results test within the last 24 hours. Like That's a fact. You tested negative, no. and I need to see your name on it along mm-hmm. with non-detected for me to believe that you can cross this threshold nope. after a strong recruiting, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking to you, our listeners in Atlanta especially. Y'all know y'all wide open down I there. Y'all acting like COVID don't wildin exist. out there. What's <laughs> up with y'all? Atlanta, all please Georgia hit us. Open. What the fuck? Is everything all right at home? What is happening? <laughs> it's our Atlanta girls in particular who I want us to, um, to, to hear that message. Okay, sweetie? It's not worth it. <laughs> it really isn't, guys. Please put yourself first. And that's what this is all about. Like, that's what this whole draft and, and cuffing season is all about is putting yourself first. You know, Giving yourself some options, giving yourself some space to be like, hey, mm. I could be interested in more than one nigga. Like, hey, you know, actually things that didn't interest me before interest me now. Why not try different niggas, like different people that I wouldn't have thought about dating? You know what I'm saying? Keep an open yeah. mind. Let me try being open for once. Let me try like dating Speaking a short man. To me. And, Speak and, to me directly right. if you want That's to. what I'm saying. Let me try it. <laughs> Because I don't know where this can go. All you know, for the for the hopeless romantics, you know, it could happen like this. I'm not saying it will. I said it could, guys, please. But <laughs> it's it's this is really about putting your yourself first and making sure that you're full and you're you're having a good time. You're happy and you're having fun allowing people to you know flirt with you make you feel yourself a little bit yeah give you attention you know i do say yes draft is not for everybody cuffing season is not for everybody but i do hope that somebody y'all try it at least once like everybody should experience a proper cuffing season in their life and i really loved what you said uh, because i do i, I want to hold on to this point because i do think that Especially as women, and I think we 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 reference this deeply in the dating is the ghetto episode. But I and so many that resonated with so many of you guys because I do think, especially for Black women, when we date, it's the same way that we do everything else. Where it's like we prioritize everybody else's stuff, feelings, emotions, wants, and needs above our own. Yes. And I think something that I really think is seems freeing and like cool about and fun about dating in this way. And you know, and that's for men and women. I know we're talking a lot of shit right now, and our male listeners are probably like, I this hate is you. What I'm talking about I'm about to get so savage. many. This is Ooh, why this I'm why I'm loyal to nobody. Out the ass. Just that savage women or whatever. Mouse is gonna have a field day with this episode. But like oh, literally, boy. I I think it's so rare that we get to date and not be so concerned about what the men are thinking about us. You get to be selfish. You don't. You yes. get to. You get to be and about that yourself. Is the fun that is the great yes. thing about all of this? Like shout out to all my selfish people. Yes, this is no, your moment. Yes. 
like to ha- to enjoy things without thinking about what he thinks about it and you know oh i care about his feelings too you don't care i do not care i don't care what you think <laughs> about me not texting you back or anything like that you will get it when i send it that is it i don't have anything else for you sir I think I'm really big on protecting yourself too when you're in these right. situations, protecting, you know, your your trauma too. Like making sure that you're not telling yeah. everybody everything because sometimes somebody will try to use it against you or something like that. Like I've 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 seen that happen. I've actually had it happen. And you know, Jay-Z went through that so you ain't have to go through that. Just just make sure <laughs> that <laughs> You don't do I hate her. I just want y'all to know I do. Some people just reach <laughs> and be very careful about that. People who just reach for some in-depth shit so that they can have some shit on you. Protect yourself. Have a good time. Put yourself first and make sure that, you know, you are fed. You are full in this. And that's all that we matters. We deserve. That's all that's that matters. We deserve. But, you know, I also, just in case, you know, we forgot. Don't think I forgot Sylvia, number one. I'm definitely going to do a Sylvia obell dating show on my instagram <laughs> live um it's coming oh, up what? <laughs> wait what def- <laughs> wait do you say instagram live absolutely on my live we will uh i will be interviewing a few niggas for you um no you are you yes, are lying be. to yes, me be. you think i'm playing you really think i'm playing okay great <laughs> I'm glad she thinks I'm playing, guys. Make sure you tune in at Scotty Beam on Instagram. I will be interviewing these niggas. I'm actually making a flyer right now as we speak um, of the date and the time I will be doing it. So when niggas want to, you know, get on and and do this interview with me because we got some talking to do. I look out for my girls. Actually, what I plan to do. I can't breathe. I cannot breathe. What? I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. That's why I can't breathe because I know she's serious. I just didn't know this was, she broke this on me live and in living color. That's wild. And after we get my girl Sylvia squared away, I'm going to just start interviewing these niggas who are single, who are looking. (laughs) And so y'all too can jump in their DM. Um, so this look, apparently it's going to be an ongoing, an ongoing Bachelorette series, um, Cuffing Absolutely. Season Edition. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, now listeners going multimedia, apparently. And so you will have to pay attention on several platforms. <laughs> to see it. To keep up. Because it will be happening. Um, I'm dead ass. I know some of you think I'm playing, but I am dead ass. <laughs> I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> but also... It's hard out here. So listen, maybe. Yeah. And like, so as you can see, you know, Sylvia, some new rules, but the game is still the game. I really hope that folks get out there and not only build a strong lineup, but have fun doing it. So, you know. That's the key. Tis the season. Having fun. Go ahead. Having fun fun. is key. And I just want to thank you again, Scotty, for sharing these plays with us. You are truly top two and you're not two you hear me your <laughs> your jersey is up in those rafters it's definitely you heard we that were, and, it's up there the north, guys it's up in the rafters but the north remembers okay <laughs> you know, a lot of niggas remember and they won't this, let me you live, probably triggered live, a few live. former roster players with this conversation <laughs> 
but it was for the betterment of black women. So just know it it's was always not me sacrificing. I've already, I've, I said that I will always sacrifice myself for the betterment of black women. And that's what I'm doing right now. We truly you appreciate so your service. That's all for today, folks. Until next time, this is CUFF Sports. Sylvia Bell signing off. All right, now is the time where we put y'all on to things we enjoy in hopes that you can enjoy it too. Sylvia, what are you recommending for the people this week? Well, as you guys know, I have just moved into my new apartment in LA and I'm busy furnishing it and just trying to get my little interior design on. And one of my favorite, probably my favorite furniture piece in this entire apartment is my new Joybird couch. Mm. And I just have to share with y'all because Joybird, it's literally the couch of my dreams. I have... Scotty, you know that like couches, like my couch is like headquarters usually and COVID is killing me because like I love like my couch to be the place where my friends gather, where I gather, like where I lay out and watch, you know, and relax. And like one of my biggest pet peeves in the past had been having couches that I felt like everybody couldn't sit on at once or it just wasn't enough space or like it was just too narrow or whatever. Thankfully, I have friends who love the floor and rugs and stuff Shout like that. Me. But <laughs> Shout out to me, the friend who loves the floor. Scotty was stay on the floor. She got so mad when I got a coffee table in my last apartment. I was oh like, I need, I need this. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I love comfy, cozy sectional couches, but we live in apartments. So I think the biggest Struggle for me was always wanting a spacious couch, but not having enough room or feeling like I had enough room for like a super wraparound sectional. But what I love about Joybird in particular is not only that they let you make the custom couches, like you can kind of, they have like their main styles and um, I have what's called the Lewis sectional, but you get to pick like fabric, color, and like what side the sectional is on because it's really based on the orientation of your like living room. And I love that. And even like the color of the little leg peg. So like it's very customizable because sometimes I'll see the perfect couch and I'm like, ah, but I want a different color. Oh, I want a different fabric. Like blue has been my like my pop of color in my living room before. And I really wanted to keep having a blue couch. So I love that I was able to get like this plush velvet. It's called like the royal velvet, like whatever blue, cobalt blue one is what I got. And I am so obsessed with it. But I also just love how... It's only like nine inches long, but it's so the depth of it is what like makes me feel like it's perfect for people who are in apartments. I mean, I think it's great for homes too because they do have bigger ones, but mm-hmm. like I love that like the the depth of it is so wide because like I feel like people could actually fit like side by side, like front and back. Like I could literally pack probably like I'm over here like looking at the couch. I could probably pack like at least six people on just a little L sectional. Like, so I really, um, I'm clearly truly obsessed with it. It comes with pillows. Like it comes with everything that you would want. And they, you know, they do like a door service where they bring it to you and put it together in your house and take all the boxes Perfect. when they leave. Oh my God. Joybird is it, y'all. It's it. Go check them out. That's my putting you on for today. That is amazing. What am I putting people on? First of all, I'm 30 now, which means, you know, 
I'm I'm not playing when it comes to this health stuff. I bought about seventeen thousand oh supplements. You would think this girl turned fifty um, years old yesterday. You know, <laughs> started really looking into collagen. You know, taking collagen supplements, making sure my skin, you know, has the elasticity it's supposed to have. Also, oh, um, <laughs> I've been you know jaws are sizing, making sure that I'm you know massaging and also exercising my face. To make sure that the fine lines, the crow's feet, does not come now. You know, we, listen, we dirty now. I know every different. Gen X and Boomer listener is rolling their eyes at you. I like, this t- little girl is just 30. She just turned 30, like, for six days, seven, eight days straight. I, and she's over here talking about jaw exercises and collagen and crow's feet. I, listen, <laughs> smoothies, you know, with some powder in it. 30 going powder. on 55. I am not playing. I'm trying to make sure. But with doing that... Mm-hmm. I have discovered actually a few months ago because um, I started putting this in motion. You know, I don't play about my face. <laughs> um, putting this in motion um, a few months ago. Raw soap. I ordered mm. it um, from Yadane Cultural Solutions. I, f- I think they have one in Philly and they have one in Harlem. And uh, they don't have anything in here but like the actual ingredients like the ingredients are poppy seed ground cinnamon dried kale is in it lemon oil sounds like a smoothie smoothie yeah. but make it a soap <laughs> and i'll take it and i wash my face with it it's a skin exfoliant bar so that i love like it hasn't done in my skin uh, my skin is very very sensitive so the fact that i haven't broken out yet is a blessing you know, I, mm-hmm. I really do enjoy it. I tried this first on my on my body first before I tried my face. Um, mm-hmm. But really great product. Like, I feel the tightness already. I feel like the wrinkles are a thing <laughs> of the past. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, I'm so through. Scotty swear she, like, on the next flight to the senior citizen yeah. home, like, she's going to be looking for discount tickets at the movie theater. They're going to be like, ma'am, you're 30. Listen, your life's still just started. And you're really still just getting me started. Up. Please, I love a you, discount. You like our life is still. This is just the beginning, still in so many ways. But here she Listen, goes. I, if you can see the amount of pills, amount of vitamins that I bought. Oh yeah, and I have my everyday pill box. You know, you got Sunday that. You mean that box like people's grandparents have? Sure, like, do. Would empty, you like to see it? Like so people who can forget on. which pills, which pills to take on which day. That little plastic container. little sound story i'm dead (laughs) um that was it if you guys have anything to put us on especially for my 30s please let me know send me some links she means her 60s (laughs) reference (laughs) things that people refer to people in their 60s send me some links to some moomoo's I, I love a moo moo. I have a few in my bathroom right now, but I would love to expand. Listen, that's my quarantine uniform usually, bro. I love it. I'm telling you, it's easy access too, just in case. That moo moo, you stay naked under the moo moo, you could do it anytime, any place. Shout out to the moo moos. Nasty. Is that what our parents for my mothers that's, were always wearing? That's probably for? why. Ain't nobody got time to be trying to slide the panties to the left. <laughs> No. No. All right. That's our show. (laughs) Thank you all for tuning in. (laughs) It's going to 
to pull that cord out. I got a shortcut for you, baby, tonight. <laughs> now, our show is a production of Pineapple Street Studios in partnership with Netflix and Strong Black Lead. Shout out to our team. Executive producers are Agarena Shashagre and Jasmine Lawson. Our lead producer is Jess Jupiter, and our associate producer is Taylor Hosking. Our music is by Amanda Jones. Special thanks to Max Zielinski and Jenna Weiss-Berman. Make sure you share your thoughts with us on the episode using the hashtag OKNowListen. We cannot wait to hear your feedback on cuffing season. I'm sure the timeline is going to be lit. Also, follow Strong Black Lead on the socials at Strong Black Lead. And follow us too. I'm at Sylvia Obell. And I'm at Scotty Beam slash don't explain nothing to these niggas. <laughs> Until next time, folks. Stay blessed. <laughs> Please stop explaining. <laughs>